from LPM, Louisville Public Media. Support comes from Vision Zero. On foot or behind the wheel, safety is a shared responsibility. And Vision Zero Louisville believes zero roadway fatalities is the only acceptable amount. Their mission is to create safe roads by design, engineering solutions, and education. More information at visionzerolouisville.org. It's Monday, February 26th. I'm Bill Burton. Here's the latest from LPM News. For the first time in more than a decade, Louisville Metro Council will hold a trial to decide whether to remove one of its own members. That trial, against Republican Anthony Piagentini, begins tonight. LPM's Roberta Roldan has the details. The removal proceedings will start with opening arguments and include witnesses and evidence. An attorney representing the group of five Metro Council members who are accusing Piagentini will act as a prosecutor. Piagentini has two lawyers to put up his defense. He's facing eight charges of violating the city's ethics code. He's accused of supporting a nonprofit's bid for a $40 million grant while negotiating a job with them. Piagentini has denied any wrongdoing and has called the allegations a political hit job. The hearings will start each night at 5 p.m. and could last for more than a week. Removing Piagentini from office will take a two-thirds vote of Metro Council. I'm Roberto Roldan in Louisville. As lawmakers consider ways to bolster child care access in Kentucky, a bill to ease regulatory burdens on child care centers advanced through a House committee. Capitol reporter Sylvia Goodman has more. With federal COVID dollars running out, child care experts say providers in the state are facing a cliff, and many may have to close their doors without intervention. Charles All with the Kentucky Chamber of Commerce says he's found that cost isn't the biggest deterrent for new providers. He's in support of a bill that would look at zoning reform to encourage new child care centers. Land use rules and zoning regulations can often create inadvertent barriers, oftentimes, to the availability of child care services. One example he gave is someone looking to open a child care center out of their home, which may not be zoned for commercial use. All says the bill would encourage more flexibility in those regulations. I'm Sylvia Goodman in Frankfurt. Indiana Republicans are trying to kill a lawsuit against gun manufacturers and sellers. A Senate committee significantly changed a bill on anti-Semitism. And a bill is heading to the Senate floor that could help victims of abuse in a Boy Scouts of America settlement get more money. Indiana Public Broadcasting's Brandon Smith reports on the week at the Indiana State House. The city of Gary filed a lawsuit against gunmakers and sellers a quarter of a century ago, arguing their negligence has contributed to the city's gun violence epidemic. That case is still ongoing, but legislation narrowly approved by a Senate committee would end it by saying that no city or town in the state can file a civil lawsuit against anyone in the gun industry, even if they do something illegal. Legislation specifically banning anti-Semitism in higher education underwent an overhaul in a Senate committee. At issue was the bill's definition of anti-Semitism, which referenced a definition from the International Holocaust Remembrance Alliance. The legislation's new language takes elements from the IHRA definition, but doesn't specifically refer to it and a measure headed to the Senate floor would temporarily lift the statute of limitations for victims of abuse in an ongoing settlement with the Boy Scouts of America. Without that provision, those victims could get 10 to 25 percent less money than victims in other states. For Indiana Public Broadcasting, I'm Brandon Smith at the State House. Western Kentucky University is pressing state lawmakers to approve a measure allowing the school to offer more doctorate programs based on workforce needs. Lisa Autry has more. 
The University of Kentucky and University of Louisville are considered R1 universities based on their research activity. But WKU is poised to become the first comprehensive university in the state to achieve R2 status with the help of Senate Bill 201. In testimony yesterday in Frankfurt, WKU President Timothy Caboni said the designation would make the Bluegrass State more competitive. Every state surrounding Kentucky has at least one R2 university. The bill allows comprehensive universities to offer up to five research doctoral programs based on the workforce needs of Kentucky. Those six comprehensive universities could also describe themselves as research universities. The bill is assigned to the Senate Education Committee, which so far hasn't taken a vote on the measure. I'm Lisa Autry in Bowling Green. For more on these stories, visit LPM.org. I'm Bill Burton. Thanks for listening. Support for LPM Podcasts comes from the Eye Care Institute and Butchertown Clinical Trials, where they strive for diversity, equity, and inclusion within their staff, patients, and clinical trial participants. To learn more, visit butchertown.clinic.